Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, episode 90 of this Drewcast. 90 episodes in, man. I should have quit like 80 episodes ago, but you know me, I'm Brazilian. Um, don't take no for answers. And joining me tonight, like he always is, my disembodied but never bodied voice, Professor J.O. I added the professor on because I um, didn't know what to say, bud, so my bad. But yeah. Before we start, though, I do I keep having to address this problem that I'm currently going through with a lot of people. I think this will probably be the third or fourth time I address this, but I have a lot of people who reach out to me to be to be a guest on this podcast, which thank you. That's cool, which is cool. No, I think it's cool that like people are reaching out and like wanting to be on the podcast. Right. And that's not the problem. Right. The problem is, is that who's reaching out now? Not everybody who reaches out is a bad guy or someone I don't like or, you know, but the, the, the problem for me is like I'm going through something really serious in my real life, right? Like with a, like a stalker. And so that's what's been keeping me away from trying to work with people. Okay. That's one. Two, a lot of the people that I end up working with, like 90% of them are just fucking creeps and weirdos in real life. Sorry. It's just what it is, man. You, you, you know what I mean? Like they're going to come over to my house and afterwards it's, I'm beefing, bro. This guy sucks at podcasting, bro. But I was just in his inbox a couple weeks ago, dick riding, dog. You know what I mean? Come on, bro. It's like, come on. I don't like dealing with that, bro. I know everybody's like, well, if I had a podcast and I had a studio, I'd be, yeah. And then, then you go ahead and do that. Okay. You go ahead and you do that, which is fine. You, that's you. You do that. I don't want to have to deal with that. Can I be on your podcast, bro? And then it's like when like things fall out or they're falling out with their friends, it's like, oh, that podcast is weak, bro. That shit's lame and the bars is corny. It's like, yeah, I'm good off that, dog. I'm I'm good. Another problem, and I and I posted this on Facebook earlier this week. I counted five, five people who don't follow me at all. Right? They don't follow me. But they How do you know they don't follow you? Because I looked at their page and it says, and, and it, you can go to their followers and who they're following. And if you click on who they're following and type in but your why name. Why did you do that in the first place? Why did I do that? Why would you go to someone's profile picture or their profile, go to who they're following and type your name in to see if they were following you in the, in the first place? Well, if you're asking me to be on my platform or you're asking me to share your songs or share your okay, music so or yeah so they asked you and you were just like okay, yeah and i was like cool you know so late i i never started doing that until recently right but then i was like you know what bro it's really weird because like these people will ask me to be on the show but then when i go on their stuff i'm like i was like what why why, why are you asking me i was like yeah why are you even asking me because at the end of the day when that podcast episode comes out i'm gonna have to beg you to share i'm gonna have to beg you to promote and i'm gonna have to beg you to do really small, simple things. And I don't want to have to do that, bro. And at the end of the day, I'm not your fanboy. You're not like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not your fan, bro. I'm not going to like, there's a difference. Like, that's like, um, like, like, okay. Like when I follow Drake, I know I'm probably never going to get a follow back from him, but I'm legitly like a fan of your music and your art. So let's go. I'm down for that. But, oh, guy or buddy up the street. Buddy up the street with the fucking $100 mic is like acting bougie. Like, I'm not your fanboy, dude. Like, it's just sorry. 
So that's why I've been hesitant, guys. It's not like I'm, I'm not bougie. I'm not nothing. It's just like I'm not only am I going through like a stalker situation, right? I'm also going through a situation where I got to start demanding my respect and my mental health and my family's dignity. Like you, you have to understand like where we're shooting at. People live here, man. I got people coming from other houses to come shoot here. Like this isn't just like a all fun and games. Everybody get high and have fun type shit, you know? I treat this like a serious craft, like rapping this, this is like my future, you know, and I got to treat it like that. So I can't just invite any old person on when the stats and the numbers prove that 90% of the time it doesn't end up good. So that's where this intro will start with. But I do, I do, Dustin, when I get into the Mario trailer that came out, I think the day of or the day after we shot our last podcast. It was our, the day after. Yeah. Which fucking blows. Yeah, because I wanted to talk about it mm -hmm. so bad. So not only is that trailer beautiful, like it's amazing, right? I'm like, okay, good. This is what they needed to do. No, no live action. Okay. Please, God. You know, this is why Nintendo. Well, they already said it was going to be animated. Okay. I didn't know that. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, which I tend to do a lot. So. I tend to yeah, not pay already, attention. They, right. they already, it was going to be animated. Like, they already, I think, said that Illumination was going to be behind it. Good. That's good. Dude, it needs to be. It can't be live. I don't want to see two Italian guys who are like, oh, it's me. You know, I can't do that, please. And it's like, you know what I mean? And you know how the Ninja Turtles looked with Megan Fox? That's how Bowser probably would have looked. I don't need, we don't need that. Okay? Sonic was a good example of what this universe should be, right? Like, I was like, okay, maybe Sonic can survive in the human world, right? But Mario, I don't think can. So let's keep Mario in animation. Perfect, right? It looked beautiful. Jack Black's voice was good for Bowser. I thought it'd be a little more, but, you know, I mean, that it's... Was, uh, I my, thought it was only, my only complaint about the trailer was the voices. That's it? Everything else, like the opening scene where Bowser pulls up to that Penguin Castle, the whole fucking thing was... It was crazy. Like A1, good. dude. Yeah. The, when Mario comes out the pipe and like to the mushroom land, like every the the visuals were ten out of ten. But were you looking for Easter I, eggs in the background too? Oh, that's what nah, I was trying to do. No. But the voices, Bowser sounded okay, but all the voices like it it just sounded like regular people just talking. Like it didn't have like a immersive feeling to it. Like when it was. When it was Bowser talking, it didn't like, oh, man, this is Bowser. It just felt like this was like a dude behind a mic talking. Uh, yeah. I mean, the only problem that I had was the voices, but mine was the opposite. It's not that I like the voices, but there is no way in hell I was going to be able to sit through two hours of actual like, like it's a me. Yeah. The, can you sit for, through two hours of it's a me? It's for, old, like. for Mario, <laughs> like you can like kind of like clearly tell it was Chris Pratt. Like yeah. he kind of tried to add a little Mario to it, but like you could just tell it was Chris Pratt, and yeah. it, it was kind of it just takes you out of everything. That's why I can't watch like cartoon animated movies with like Kevin Hart, because like he doesn't even fucking try. Like that's just straight up Kevin Hart, and like it just sounds like you're listening to Kevin Hart. Like I don't know why he keeps getting voice acting jobs, bro. It's it's the name probably, but yeah, yeah. like. I mean, it's this like show, clearly you're just listening to Kevin Hart and I just don't. Yeah, this movie probably could have done the voice actors without big names. Like that's how big Nintendo is. Right. But nonetheless, yeah, the voices weren't really my cup of tea either. I'm just glad we don't have to sit through two hours of it's Luigi. And like, I'm just like, I'm good, dude. I'm good. But yeah, they showed him, but they didn't they didn't give him a voice line in the trailer. Maybe so. they're kind of saving it. Well, I don't know. I mean, bro, Luigi's been like. Think about how big this movie can be and the potential for it. 
and what it could set up for, right? Like the like instead of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we can have like the Nintendo Cinematic Universe, and it could be Luigi's Mansion movie, Donkey Kong, Mario Kart movies, and it all can lead up to like a Super Smash Bros. movie, Zelda, uh, Metroid Prime, bro. I mean, like in a it, Metroid movie would fucking it would it yeah. rock, bro. It would go crazy. And so I say, it looks like, hey, you guys do this right. Not only can you have like your own universe, you can have Sonic meet up with them, bro, for like the Olympics. You know, mm -hmm. they have the, the Olympic game. Yeah. Or just for Smash Bros. Sonic shows up with Tails and Knuckles for Smash Bros. Bro. Yeah. It's so endless how fire this could be. Like, it could be on par with Marvel. Like, that's how good this is. The potential is there. And like, I would like to. I know I mentioned Luigi because I was saying, like, who would want to sit through, like, two hours of, it's a me, but, but Luigi's Mansion would be, like, a cool little, like, Halloween movie, too. Like, that'd be fire, bro. Like, mm -hmm. so the potential's there. I'm actually really ex excited, man. It can, it, so it hits on every level of nostalgia. And not only that, because we, we kind of just recently in the last couple of years, we saw your daughter, bro, like, obsessed with Mario. I mean, how were they able to do that? You know, how were they able to not only have our parents' generation, our generation, but we had like kids and uh, the next generation, like your your kids were like Princess Peach. And it's like, that's crazy that that level of they were able to obtain that many people. Like, it's almost like Star Wars at this point where there's like the old fans, the middle, like us, the prequel fans. And then the sequel, it's like, you know, mm -hmm. crazy stuff. And it's speaking of another sh uh, kind of animated show. Well, that last one was a movie, but this one's a show. OK, I saw a bunch of promo for the velma show which is going to be on hbo max they said it was rated r so cool cool and the show is rated r yeah it's going to be like a rated r show so which is catered to like us that but i don't know who it's actually really being catered to because when you really look at it one my opinion and this is the only thing i'm going to talk about when it comes to like the race swapping not that I care or I don't care because I'm not truly that big of a fan of Scooby-Doo. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm angry that Shaggy's black, you know, so you're not going to get that from me. But I feel like the only reason they did that was because maybe the show wouldn't have done good without it. Cause controversy before the show comes out, right? Everybody starts talking. Shaggy's black. Uh, Daphne's played by an Asian woman. Velma's played by I think Mindy. they just straight up made Daphne Asian. They even gave her like the like the pointy eyes which is kind of i know you i see where you're going there bud why did you do that? not on this show yeah <laughs> we're gonna get alex jones to which is it. really weird though because like they kept fred white because like fred's kind of like the the all-american like the leader of the show like jock but he's like white still they should have made fred uh not white that would have been kind of like he's like a trans character like why not I don't know why they didn't do that. See, this type of stuff is what is leading into what I'm going to say. Because in the trailer, it opens up with the bit from the main actress who's playing Velma, where she's basically talking. Who's even playing Velma? It, so I don't know her last name, but it's a comedian slash actress named Mindy. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, like I, I we'll didn't. I, right I don't really know her last name, and I know somebody on TikTok was like super dick suckerish about that. Someone on TikTok was like. Oh, well, I'm going to sit here and listen to you talk about something you don't know. One, it was about the movie Pearl. Okay. And the clip you saw, I didn't say her name because if you watch the actual full fucking podcast like normal people do, you would see that I knew her name. 
So that little, I, why would I watch this video? Bro, Justin, he was literally trying to play me like I didn't know Mia Goth's name. He was like, why would I watch this if you don't even know the actress's name? Bro, I do. But you only watched a, sec a 60 second clip. You got all of that from 60 seconds? Jesus Christ, blood. But anyways, back to this, right? So it opens up with her and she's talking. She's like typing, a, I'm assuming, an email to HBO Max talking about like basically the fans. It's talking about the fans. And I'm going to pull it up right here, actually. She said, Dear HBO Max, I just learned you intend to make a genre-bending comedic origin story of Judy Jetson. When I heard this new version of Judy Jetson wouldn't be boy crazy, the only word I had to describe my disgust is chinkies. If there's one thing the internet agrees on, it's that you should never change anything, ever. I hope you die. Which is crazy because this show is based on, uh... It is kind of based on, uh, that little word she used up there. Genre bending. And race swapping. And changing things. Like, literally... So this is what you shouldn't do as a company. You shouldn't go after fans ever. Like, you have to kind of stay neutral, Right? Like, if you're in charge of a huge IP like Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, you can't do stuff like this, in my opinion. I know it probably came off as a joke, and they're going to call people sensitive. And, hey, again, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Scooby-Doo, so I don't care. But this is just proof. Like, who are they making this show for, then? They're not making it for Scooby-Doo fans, clearly. They're not making it for Scooby-Doo fans. So this right here takes Scooby-Doo fans out of it. Then why did you not just make your own different show? Yeah, I was about to say that. Me and you say that we've said this like a thousand different times on like plenty of episodes. Like what what is the point of all of this? Why did you somebody even make really, Scooby-Doo? Yeah, like somebody really got the green light to make a Scooby-Doo show. And they were just like, yeah, you know what? We're going to just fucking change everybody. Let's just change everything up. And then make and fun like, of people who originally like the Scooby-Doo at that point. I made a joke, but I really hope they make Scooby a pitbull. Like, please, please, bro. Like I mean, a cat. Oh, a cat. That'd be fire, dude. I mean, like, they already made they already made Shaggy a black eye, right? And isn't Shaggy known as like a stoner? So you made the stoner a black eye. Real cool, HBO Max. Real cool on the whole. We're trying to include everybody, but then you're playing into stereotypes, which is true. HBO Max is playing into stereotypes, right? And then you you mentioned how Daphne kind of looked like she had a little bit of a pointy, uh, I guess, you know. No, she did, dude. Well, I will post the picture yeah, we'll up post right here. Up. But, like, they oh, showed the actress who was playing Daphne. And then they, like, kind of re redrew Daphne. And, like, she has, like, pointy Asian-looking eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence of, like, that's how you would... That's how you would... Um, what's the fucking word? I'm on the fence of like how how else would you show the world that that's an Asian character, right? Mm -hmm. You can give her black hair, but not all Asians have black hair. You can um, so you'd have to draw them. With you like would Asian have to features. like kind of like caric. What's the word? Caricature. It's a caricature. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to like caricatureize them to like you know get your point across, especially so. in animation. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, man, I just it, going at fans is never a good thing. It, look at Lord of the Rings, the new show that's on Amazon, right? Like when you're making fun of the fans and you're making fun of people who like the original like uh, lore and like the original work, it doesn't go well for you. But it just never does, man. It just doesn't go well for you. I don't know. This show, might, this show might be good, but like I keep saying, I'm not a fan of Scooby Doo, really. So I don't care if this show is good or bad. 
This is just another example of we're not making this show for you Scooby-Doo fans. We're going to make fun of you Scooby-Doo fans. And then we're going to change everything. And if you get mad that we changed it, you're the problem. Not we're the problem for taking this IP, making a remake of it, changing everything, making fun of you for it. And then when it fails, straight white men are evil. You guys just don't like equality. No, we do like equality and we do like change. Okay. That's not true when people say that we do. What we don't like is when you take very loved historic IPs and you piss and shit all over them. And then get mad that you and you get mad at us that we're mad that you pissed and shit yeah, all over them. No, now you say that, that makes all the sense. It just caught uh, like they take you know um, like like we just said Scooby Doo, like let's just use another show for um, the Flintstones. Hey, we're gonna make a new Flintstone show. Everybody who loves Flintstones is probably like fucking forty. All the forty year olds are gonna be like, oh yeah, cool Flintstones, and then they're like, yeah, but um, Fred Flintstone is gonna be black. Uh, what's his wife's name? Wilma. Mm -hmm. Wilma Flintstone is going to be uh, Asian. Bam Bam's going to be, uh, uh, you know... Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, just, you know, the whole inclusive thing. You know, Barney's going to be their gay neighbor. And it's like, all the 40-year-olds, that's not the Flintstones they knew. So then they're not going to like it. And then they're going to get made fun of because they don't like it. And then and who, probably, who the fuck are you making this Flintstone show for? They're, they're, they're making it for the new age people, but like, do the new age people even care about Scooby-Doo? Yeah, uh, When's know, the last time Scooby-Doo's been relevant, dog? I love Scooby. I love Scooby and Shaggy. Like, oh, it's like Scooby. Like, mm -hmm. I, dude, come on. And like, oh, okay, okay. I like it. But when's the last time my boy's been relevant? So you have to make him relevant by turning him into a cat? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, he's not. I don't, we don't know if he's a cat or a pit bull, but... Please, God, make him a pit bull, please. But yeah, okay. I wanted to get into one more thing, but I wanted to touch on... So in House of the Dragon, the last episode, which was episode eight, just came out of sin, and it's just, bro, like... I'm going to have to put you like, I'm boring this way. You know what I mean? But like, because the writing is so good, and I always complain about bad writing with these things. You guys know me. Throughout the years, I said, hey, why did you guys get paid? Why do you guys get paid millions of dollars to write these write these movies and shows? You just can't do it, dude. And you hey, I can hey, give me it and I'll tell I'll go. So this the writing in this show's been so superior that my boy Patty, he plays uh King Viserys, give him the Emmys. If this show doesn't walk away with like a sweep of the Emmys, or at least a lot of them, bro, like you know, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this show's so good. You know, and I and it's funny because I like to joke around with my friends and my brothers a lot. But and I, I tend I, I, I know I come off as serious to like Warren and them and Warren's like, oh, you like magical. This guy was trying to tell me like Hellraiser. I'm like, bro, I don't want to hear about fucking Hellraiser when this show is giving uh, you fire, bro. We watched it, too. It was fucking I didn't I didn't like it. He's like, bro, you're crazy, bro. Hellraiser this. I'm like, bro, you're 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 going to sit there. Now, listen, if you've watched House of the Dragon and you can say that Hellraiser is better. Okay, you watched it and said that. A lot of you aren't even watching Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon and you're saying that. So that's the problem, right? Like, uh, this is where... But my boy Patty killed it, dude. Like, this is where... If you're making a show or you're trying to remake a show or you're making a new show, start looking at what they're doing, bro. Like, they're really killing it. Like, they're really out here killing this shit, dude. I thought the time jump would ruin it and it hasn't for me yet. I mean, bro, Dustin, there's a character in the show. His name is Amon. Amon or Amon, but I, I'm just going to say Amon. 
His name is Aemon Targaryen, bro. Like the actor who plays him, the casting too. Uh, that cast, like, bro, he's a villain. When you see this guy, you're just like this. <laughs> like, dude. So that's what I'm excited about. Like, if they continue this level of writing, not only do I already think that this show is one of the best shows I've ever seen, but if they can continue this level of writing throughout the next couple seasons, I mean, bro, this would be the second show in that universe that takes that spot for me. And I don't think I've ever seen that before. So, but this next topic that I wanted to touch on a little before we end was about, it has nothing to do with like movies or shows, like how I've been talking. You just showed me an article earlier that Alex Jones lost his lawsuit, right? And he has to pay close to a billion dollars to the families, right? I want to start off by saying what he said about the Sandy Hook families. It wasn't cool, right? It was really shitty of you to say that, Alex. And 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 you know, you know that now, right? Whether or not you were forced to know that or you were forced to learn that, it was shitty that you said that, bro, okay? Right, but the when I read that, that article you sent me to send and I see the screenshot, I'm like, you know what the real problem is? The real problem is, is why has he been held accountable first before the actual people who need to be held accountable get held that way? Like, it's so crazy to me. Now, like I said, yes, what he said about those families, it was not cool, bro. It was really shitty comments, but we live in a country with free speech, right? So now only, we're going to start. I make conspiracy theories. Well, I'm going to get sued for a billion now. Like, the, only, the, the only counter argument that I saw that kind of made sense to me is like they they brought up, um, you know, like people like Hitler or cult leaders or, you know, people. It was because he had such a heavy influence that his words were the direct cause of said threats said violent acts because the know, people were getting threats the people were threatening the families and yeah, yeah. Like, so that's like, not cool either so his his you know his words of you know it's it's a hoax it's a fake it's a it's a it's, it's a, a force it's, it's a conspiracy theory like that stuff led mass like threats mass harassment harassment that they're holding him accountable for a billion dollars though yeah i don't think that's that's fucking crazy that's crazy man i mean i i mean it sucks because i know people are gonna spin this as i'm defending his act his words against those families and i'm I'm not bro like you could say shitty things in this country and it's like that's shitty bro but a billion dollars you know what bro and i'm gonna say it they're making him pay for the bohemian grove bro they're making he's finally having to pay for that shit you go into there and you expose all these world elites meeting up in the the California Redwoods in California. You you expose that all these rich elite people meet up and partake in like crazy yeah, stuff. That, You're going to pay for that and they yeah. made you pay for it, bro. No, yeah, the, this probably is them like using him as an example for something, right? They, this is what it seems like. I guess you said shitty things about those families and you did shitty things and you got them harassed. Yep. But is it a billion dollars worth? No. They got you, bro. This is what happens when you expose these people for what they're... what they're. You know when he was talking about Epstein 20 years before it happened? He was talking about pedophile islands and talking about the Bohemian Grove and exposing things. And not everything he said is right. But like those two big things, the Epstein and the Bohemian Grove thing, those ended up being true. With one of them actually having video evidence. You, they made you pay for that, bro. It sucks. As a country, we sit back and we're seeing this. Like we're seeing their their little scheme and game play out in real time, and they they made him pay for that shit. 
hands down, bro. It just you what know, you know the so I think in total it was nine hundred and eighty five million dollars and it's getting divided in between eight families so that's like a hundred and ten. It's more than that. How the fuck do they expect him to pay that? That's eight eighty. Um, they're not fuck. seeing a whatever the math like. is, bro. I don't know what the math is. We'll figure it out. But that's like over a hundred million dollars per family. Nah, nah, getting harassed and death threats is not a hundred. They million deserve dollars. to win, right? Th- this is the hard part about this topic because it seems like we're choosing. Uh, no, they deserve the win. I totally agree. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but they, a hundred, a, a bill, almost a billion dollars. Come on, dude. That's not when the government, right? The does government, Alex Jones is he's not even worth a billion. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like this is overkill. They're making him pay for his Bohemian Grove shirt because at the end of the day. The same people who control this shit, they they have faced zero consequences for gun control issues, right? And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When they poison your food, your water, they poison our minds, our healthcare system shit, our education system shit. Everything they do is anti-you, right? Which leads to bad mental health. It leads to bad relations with your neighbor. It leads to bad public relations. They All they do is divide people and, and profit off people dying and profit off wars and you got people profiting off um like when 9-11 happened right the guy who bought that you know he did the insurance on that building he people are profiting off death in this country he was a huge conspiracy theory conspiracy theorist about that too and nothing fucking happened to him it's just insane to me bro like all these people like the the same people who are supposed to take care of us it's like living in a home and your dad does nothing but poison your food water and you don't have a bed to sleep on and he's not going to take you to the doctor when you're sick but when you lash out at these people they paint the narrative as as it's as it, they paint it as something that it's not and at the end of the day they have faced zero consequences for that and as a people we sit there and we stare we know this is happening <laughs> Yeah, Alex Jones is a is a conspiracy theorist. They've like convinced people that this right here, this is to scare people. A hundred percent. You're not gonna be a conspiracy theorist anymore. You're gonna end up paying these families for what you've done. You're going to pay. This is don't you think this is kind of a scare tactic to other YouTubers and other creators? Don't talk about conspiracy theories like this. Your words can cost you a fucking billion dollars, bro. And at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. But like they, they say they should have poisoned everything we do. They, they literally all of the stuff we use has cancer causing agents in it. Our education system sucks and our mental health has been in the, the decline for years now. And they, they don't think that has anything to do with the uprise in violence or gun violence or anything that's happening here. It does. I'm sorry. It does. To deny that is just playing ignorant dude you're being willingly ignorant on that topic if you think everything i just said doesn't play into that but he has to be the one that pays why isn't our government paying sorry guys i didn't mean to go on that little rant but i just had to bring it up and i and and i'm not really necessarily an alex jones fan there's a lot of stuff that i've watched i'm like oh that's scary and he has been right on a bunch of stuff but at the end of the day a billion dollars even you guys, even people on the far left, right? You guys can admit that that's a lot of fucking money, bro. A billion? No. <laughs> my th- my thing is he definitely has nowhere fucking close to a billion dollars. So I wonder what happens now. He's probably going to start having to hide his money or file for bankruptcy or just completely stop 
reporting to the government on what he's truly making. It just sucks, bro. I mean, I mean, it. Yes, it doesn't suck that he. It doesn't suck that he faced consequences for his actions because there is consequences for what you do. But a bill, a, a billion dollar consequence when the people who run our country, who you've spent decades exposing, they don't face a damn thing. Yeah. So you know how like when you owe, you owe money, which like he owes money. Like I'm sure they garnish you somehow. Like hey, Alex Jones, you made a hundred thousand dollars this month. We're gonna take. Uh, ninety nine thousand of that or some shit because yeah. you owe money to these people. So he's uh, gonna have to either lie about his finances for the rest of his fucking life, because there's no way he makes a billion dollars, or he just essentially works for free for the rest of his fucking life. Like they kind of put him in a like between a rock and a hard place because you either lie and they're gonna catch you lying eventually and then you just fucking go to prison for lying. Or, or you, you don't just, pay you it. just work for free because all the money you make is gonna go to these people up until you reach nine hundred and eighty five million dollars. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah, listen. Kinda fucked, this dude. is a nail in the coffin for you in the Bohemian Grove show, bro. You want you know what I mean? They they've been waiting to get his ass. It is what it is, man. It is true, bro. I mean, I it's, I know I I, I kind of and not that I was scared I was kind of like hesitant to talk about this this subject because I was like bro I already know people can be like so you defend what he said about Sandy Hook no you fucking dick sucker no nobody who's a logical thinking person defends that right nobody's sitting there saying like yeah bro no nobody defends that but a billion dollars come on. Like, you could hit Joe Rogan with that, and he can't even afford that. And Joe's the biggest podcaster. But yeah, guys, this is episode 90. Thank you for joining me. I'm sorry that that ending was more of like a rant and not like the beginning stuff, but I just had to address it. Sometimes I go off script, all right? This week, we're going to work on a music video. You guys check that out. And like every other week, until next time, peace.